Kieran, what's going on, bro? I'm good. I'm good. Enjoying it here. York. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I hate we didn't do this in person. Every time I have an Irish boxer on, we do it in person. Patty Barnes, Nick Conlin, but I'm going oh. away on vacation tomorrow, so I have to do it by Zoom. So I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day to come on. Oh, no problem. I hope you don't have any difficulties uh, listening to the Irish accent, do you? I love it, my man. First of all, congratulations on signing with Top Rank and Conlin, the Conlon Revolution, bro. You can't get back by better guys than that, right? No, that's for sure. That's um, when I turned professional. It was important for me to get a good team around me, and I couldn't master a better team. Um, top ranked stables speaks for itself. It's got so many world champions, and the Conlons as well having their support and their backing is is top class. Something like that. Is it like being a high school recruit, baseball, basketball, football wise? Here are other promotions coming at you and asking you and selling you stuff. Yeah, so we were having a few meetings with like different promotions, different managements. But once I sat down with Common Box and Top Rank, I knew that they were the guys who were going to bring me to the top. So, look, we're in a great place right now. I'm looking forward to make my U.S. debut now Saturday. Well, let's talk about that, bro. You're in my hometown. You're about to fight at the Mecca. Is this the first time you're in New York City? I saw you at Times Square the other day. Is this the first yeah. time you're in New York City? It is, yeah. It's the first time. It's, uh, it's surreal, you know, since I was a kid. I'm dreaming of coming to New York and fighting, especially in Madison Square Garden. It doesn't get much bigger than that. You know you got to fight on uh, St. Paddy's Day weekend. You know that has to be down the road. You know you got to fight down St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. It's wild. You know that, right? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. And hopefully do it alongside that. Michael as well. It'd be great. Oh, uh, when, uh, when did you get here? Uh, we got here about three days ago now. And when are you leaving? When are you going home? Uh, um, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So do you have anything on your agenda, like stuff you need to do? You can be touristy. I'm going to allow it. Yeah. Um, I want to go see the, the uh, what is it, the Statue of Liberty. Okay, okay. Like a boat trip or something. I want to see the Brooklyn Bridge as well. What else? How about any food? Any food you're dying to try? Oh, I love the Hard Rock Cafe. So No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about, you know, whenever Mick comes, he's obsessed with the cannoli. So you got to go down to Little Italy. You got to get some cannoli, some pizza, right? Okay, okay. I'll try that. Amateur boxing out there in the UK, in Ireland, it's different than here. So when you're an amateur boxer here, and you know this, bro, you, you're a student yeah. of the game. Out there, it's prestigious. You have 11 titles, medals all over the place. Why go pro? Why not stay amateur? What was the difference for you? What made you want to do it? Um, I suppose it was the, the reason I stayed amateur until I was 23 was because I wanted to develop as a boxer. I wanted to fight against different styles, European styles, Asian styles. American styles and thankfully I've got all the experience in the world now had over 220 amateur bouts and over 200 wins so I think it's it's the right time for me to go pro and done my Olympic cycle and unfortunately didn't make the Olympics but we got all of the experience that we needed and now we're just going to carry that into the pros and I think I have an exciting professional style as well well tell me about your style people who don't know you 200 fights tell me about your style I would say I'm an aggressive, hard-hitting southpaw. I'm a fan-friendly southpaw. So <laughs> I, I think I think the fans are going to like my style of boxing. You're a knockout guy too, right? Yeah. Well, we go for it anyways. Let, let me ask you this. When you signed with Top Rank, remember you're 23, but you have this illustrious career, prestigious career. You're a legend out there. Do you map out? Obviously, you know, we make plans. God laughs at us. But do you map out your plan of what you want your trajectory to be in boxing? I want to fight this many times this year. Eventually get a shot at the title, of course. That's your goal. But are you looking at that? 
yeah, I want to I want to stay active, especially my first two years and develop as a professional. Obviously, you know yourself, amateur and professional, although it's boxing, it's completely different. So I just want to keep learning on the job, stay active, and yeah, get as as many fights on my belts as possible in the first few years. And then three, four years down the line, when it's the time, we'll get that title shot, please, God. You, you, uh, your, your first fight, you know, second round knockout. Yeah. Uh, do you ever think, like, I want more ring time? Or are you going in there to get a job done? I need a knockout. I don't care if I get a win in the first round, 12 seconds, or five rounds. Do you care at all? No, I suppose the main thing is to go out there and win and practice, practice what we've been doing in the gym. Now, I was a bit uh, on my debut. I kind of went guns blazing and stuff. So <laughs> but, uh, we got the job done in the end. Uh, yeah, it was a great, great place to make my debut as well on the undisputed card. Uh, Josh Taylor card it was good. After this fight now, let's, you know, knock on wood, you get the W. What are you going to do? Do you hang around? What's your um, routine? Do you hang around? You're going to watch the fight or are you going to go out and go do your thing? Yeah, I'm going to watch the fight as well. Yeah, definitely. And then we've, I've got a, good bit of support coming over as well so i'm looking forward to seeing them all after the fight i'm telling you this is the first time fighting in the garden obviously you're going to get bigger fights move up on the card it is crazy when an irish fighter fights here they come out from the woodworks bro you guys travel i'm telling you no one travels like you guys and you know it's great a lot of times you know you're fighting a little earlier the arena is gonna be packed because you guys just show up early they serve beer at the yeah. garden you guys get there early man are you excited for the ring walk and all that stuff does that get you like goosebumps it does of course yeah this is the sort of stuff that we've been working towards since I was younger. You know, it's that's this where I want to be, and I'm I'm very lucky to have such good support as well that are coming over. They they flown over from Ireland, UK, so it'll be good. Talking about young, is it true? Now, listen, I read it on the internet, so you know it's true. But did you stop boxing at like six years old? Ah, uh, five. Yeah. Five how was that like? And I mean, how was that possible? And what did you do? You weren't just in the ring throwing stuff. You were trying to real box, right? Yeah, I was down with um, my brother who started boxing. So I just, you know, when you're a younger brother, you kind of want to follow them everywhere. So I was asking my dad and my mom, can I go down and stuff? And eventually they let me go. And first of all, I probably just started running around and messing more than boxing. But around six or seven, I probably started getting into it and just never looked back since. Did you always know that was your career? There was You weren't going to be a, a professor in math, mathematics. You weren't going to be a science teacher. You were always going to be a boxer. That was it, right? Yeah, that was it. Even in, uh, in school, I had a piece of paper from when I was in like primary school. And it was like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I'd always write down a professional boxer. So it was just, it was always what I wanted to do. I really find your career intriguing. Like you said, over 200 amateur fights. And I hate when I, you know, it's the amateur fight. You had professional fights, you know, you know, it's amateur, you know, you're fighting for your life out there. You're 23 years old. So you're still young with all these fights under your belt. Do you see yourself maybe being, I don't want to say the word fast track, but do you see yourself like you can go quicker than another 23 year old who might only have like five or six fights under his belt. Do you see maybe you can like maybe push it up a little more? Yeah, possibly. And I'm, I'm lucky to have a great team around me that will help me make those decisions. Um, so we've got great matchmakers and a great management team. So whatever the whatever they say, I'll just do. So I'm happy enough. I know a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, when Jamie reached out to me about you, I looked you up and like I knew who you are. And you fight your opponent was to be determined. When did you find out who the opponent was going to be, and how do you plan for that so quickly? Um, it was a couple of weeks back. It was between two guys. We found out who it was. So okay. just had a quick look. But um, yeah, look, it's just about. Being able to adapt on the night, whatever comes towards us. That's what we train for. 
different mindset going in there in Madison Square Garden? You think the butterflies are going to come in? Or when you go in there, it's tunnel vision, like, here we go, I'm ready to roll. Uh, of course, the butterflies are always there. No matter where you're fighting or who it's against, that's that's the nature of boxing. And I think it would be it would be strange if I didn't have butterflies going in, fighting in MG, MSG. So like, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned your team, and your manager's pretty, pretty popular. I think he manages some other heavyweight, doesn't he? So, Angel Fernandez, how did you get linked up with a, uh, Anthony Joshua's magic manager? Uh, it's actually Anthony Joshua's coach as well, Angel. So, Oof. it's um, Jamie. Jamie Conlon actually sent me over to him. We were going around trying different gyms in the UK, and he said, there's this really good coach called Angel Fernandez. You fancy doing a week with him? I was like, yeah, of course. Okay. So, we went over, and each day kept getting better and better. And I just clicked with them straight away then. Um, everything was going good in training. Uh, the facilities as well in, in the Loughborough University, we've got everything there like to train. And it's then great team as well. We've also got Fraser Clark, uh, heavyweight Olympian, and Richard Reactor. So it's a great stable. No egos and just, just hard work. So it's great. Now, doesn't that shoot your confidence up? Like I have one fight. Now I'm in my second fight. I got Joshua's coach here. Look at my team. The Conlins behind me, top rank behind me. Any pressure on you? No, not at all, because I know that I wouldn't be with these guys if I wasn't good enough. And I know they wouldn't take me if I wasn't good enough. So it's good confidence, but I don't feel pressure. I just feel like I'm lucky to be to have such a great team. Any advice from Joshua, or have you picked up anything watching him in the gym? Yeah, of course. Just work ethic. Like he wants to win his titles back, and I believe he will win them back. But it's great to be training alongside them and seeing how hard they work. Um, what, uh, what what class do you want to stay in? Weight class. Um, I'm always going to be between light, middle, or possibly welterweight. It's a discussion that will. It's it's another discussion for another time, possibly. But for now, it's uh, it's light middleweight. I'm uh, I like to try to be healthy. You're in New York. This is it's not fair what they do to you, boxers. And I'll tell you, the last time Nick was here it was great. He came out, we went to a Legends bar and they had this amazing food and he's sitting there eating like salmon and broccoli. Well, every, you know, everyone is eating bacon, cheeseburgers. Is it difficult the last week with the weight and cutting weight and trying to make sure you make weight? Is that always an issue for you or not really? It's not an issue, but it's always frustrating. You know, it's like you, you see every, like New York, like you said, you go every second place is a pizza shop or like <laughs> burgers and everything, nice cafes and it smells so good just walking by it even though you only want to get out and stretch your legs. But no, let's go. We can enjoy that after the fight. Well, let me, that's what I was going to ask you. Your fight's over. Again, we do the sign of the cross. You know, you, win, you get the W. First cheat meal. What's the first meal you're going to get? Oh, I think probably pizza. You have to. And don't tell me Hard Rock. You, you're going to lose your New York card if you say Hard Rock. So you can't oh, say really? that. Okay, okay. I've had that once before and I thought it was really nice. But no, I've got to get a pizza. It looks so good over here as well. The pizza is going to blow your mind, man. Now, listen, yeah. on a side note, I'm an obsessive traveler. I'm trying to visit every country in the world. I've been to 91 countries, and I went to Ireland for the first yeah. time in December. Unfortunately, I only had three days there. So I only oh. did Dublin. You're from yeah. Galway. Everyone talks about it. So if I come to visit there, what do I need to see? What foods? What bars? Tell me like about sightseeing in Galway. In Galway, okay. Uh, you've got to go to Salt Hill. It's, where, it's just where the, the ocean is, and there's a famous uh, diving thing, the Black Rock. You just okay. go to the sea. It's really nice. Um, and when you're in Galway, then go to the Spanish Arch, and there's a pub there called Seven Seven Bar. Okay. Yeah, they're actually one of my sponsors as well. 
but they've got really nice food and good drinks as well. I'm going to tell you right now, your face just lit up when I mentioned it. And, you know, always rumors. Would it be a dream to fight as a pro there? Would that just be like, honestly, that's up there with New York for boxing fans, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And big time boxing has never been to Galway. So for me to fight in Galway would be massive. Really? So there hasn't been big boxing there yet? No, there's been amateur shows, but no, no professional big time boxing. So hopefully, hopefully we can get that sorted. Do do you guys have an arena that would hold a nice amount for a fight? Yeah, we do. Of course, we've got um, Gaelic football is very big back in our our national sport. So there is a stadium there that does like thousands. So some someday we might fill that out. You you better that that better be the dream. Yeah, it is. Of course, yeah. Growing up in you know the Irish boxing, Irish boxing is in a great place right now. It really is. There's so many yeah. young and up and coming. Listen, from top to bottom, you go down. Irish boxing. Who did you look up to growing up as a boxer? I think I kind of looked up to Michael Conlon, obviously, and Katie Taylor. Oh, wow. Okay. They were always, um, they were just always con- constantly winning and performing out abroad. And it was just, it was great for us just watching them as we were, we would have been maybe 12 and 13. And we would have been on the school boys teams. And you'd always see them. We're just like, we'd love to be like them someday. You know what I love? And I, I don't know if you know this. So obviously, New Yorker, I love the Yankees in my life. When you, the one thing I always miss is if there's a big American boxer, not every American's behind him for whatever reason. It doesn't matter who it is, you know? Like you get Jamal Herring, who was a Marine. Everyone should be behind him. But obviously, everything's split 50 50. Of course, that's why uh, it's America. Yeah. When an Irish fighter fights, the whole entire country's behind you. Yeah. It must be like, and you know what? I'm jealous as a sports fan. Because, like, when Mick fights, I go to all his fights. And okay. half the crowd is just going crazy. And if an American fights, well, I like this guy. Like, it, it, how much pride is it there being from there? That's massive. Everyone's very close back home. Say where I'm from, in Araha, it's called. It's, it's a town just outside of Dr. Or, sorry, uh, it's a village. But you could just walk into the house next door, go into their fridge, take, take some milk, and send them a text saying, oh, I just took some milk out of your fridge there. I'll, I'll replace it later. You know, don't even lock the doors hardly or anything. So it's um, now not everywhere in Ireland is like that. But, <laughs> um, but no, back home, everyone's very supportive over sport, especially. And they all get behind them and back them the whole way. So it's it's great. Do you have any merchandise yet? Not yet, but we're setting it up. Um, Are you really? I've, yeah, I've teamed up uh, with Cookery Sports. Uh, I'm ambassador, ambassador for them. So we're going to come up with some merch now soon. How cool is that? 23-year-old, you're fighting in Madison Square Garden. Like I said, you're a top-ranked boxer. I don't think it gets better than that. Now you're going to have merchandise. Is it all like, psh, like, let me pinch myself? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you're just like, you sitting down just on your phone and stuff. And you're just like, wow, this is, uh, this is what it's all about. Uh, as a New Yorker, I have to tell you, if you're going to walk the streets, you have to make sure you wear a Yankee hat. You can't be wearing Mets hats. People aren't going to look at you. You got to... <laughs> the, the, everyone in Ireland wears Yankee hat, so make sure you wear an uh, Yankee hat around here, right? Got a Yankee hat with the uh, the statue on the side of it as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna allow that. Okay, you ready to finish up with a few quick hit questions? Yeah, okay. You and I at a pub here in New York. Yeah. Who's the coolest person in your phone that if you texted them, they would text you right back? Coolest person. You want to impress the whole bar. <laughs> I don't even have any numbers on my phone. That's the only thing. 
<laughs> Probably Michael. <laughs> I, he's in mind too, so that's a cool one. How about this? Like I said, a student of the game, you love boxing. boxing. One boxing match in history that you wish you could have witnessed live. Rumble in the jungle. Really? That's a good one. That's a real, you know what? I love when I have boxing guys on and there's always one. Ali's always involved somehow. Oh, huge, huge Ali fan. Huge Ali fan. If you, I know your first cheat meal is going to be pizza here in New York. If you're at home, what's your first cheat meal when you go off your like, you know, training regimen? Um, Supermax. It's like a fast food restaurant back home. Get the chicken sandwich meal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. I'm looking forward to the fight. And here's where I messed up. I was texting with Jamie. I go to all the fights at the garden. I live very close to it. But I'm going away on Saturday. So I'm missing your fight. But here's, we have to make the promise with each other, okay? Because I have a lot of boxers on my show. I won't mention names. Some guys have gone Hollywood on me. They don't return the calls. They don't do this. You gotta, we got to make a promise like Mick. Every time you fight, you come on. We have some fun. And you can't go Hollywood on me. Is that ideal? Of course. Of course it is. And listen, when I come visit you, we're going to go to that, was it, 7 Pub? Evan Byron, Listen, give the plug where everyone can follow you on Twitter and uh, follow everything about you. Sorry, on Instagram, it's Kieran Malloy 12. And on Twitter, it's Kieran Malloy 8. Kieran Malloy, you don't get more Irish than that. This was a pleasure, bro. Kick some ass at the garden. Have some good pizza. Don't have hard rock. And uh, cheers, mate. Good luck, brother. And thank you for doing this. I appreciate this, man. See you later. Bye-bye.